0: Welcome back to the 22nd I Thirst follow-up. Today, we are speaking about Catholic devotions. So, here in this world, we have to realize that if we're not for Christ, we are against Christ. And when we have... For example, we were talking about sacramentals before, and then now we're talking about devotions. If we do not have things which are for Christ, then we are going to be against Christ. So Satan is always trying to substitute the things of Christ. And he tries to substitute, for example, now we have these, you know, almost... Uh, you can say, satanic, you know, parallel sacramentals. And then we're going to see also devotions where he tries to substitute the things, the beautiful things of the church, so that he can get them for himself. You know, so for example, you have this obsession with these, you know, energy crystals, which are going to provide you protection. And you're going to be obsessed with, you know, these uh, sage blessings and, you know, this uh, kind of incense, you know, stuff, you know, incense is good, you know, if it's Blessed in the Catholic way, right? But here, you know, to have all these, you know, Andrew Crystals and incense, you know, in the New Age way, you know, all of those things, they are just really the substitutes um, for the sacramentals of the church. Here Satan wants to get dominion over material things in order to just get it for himself and for his glory. And so here we really have to see that um, everything is supposed to be ordered towards God and that the beautiful traditions that we have of the sacramentals and then now the devotions. Here the devotions are an ordered way of praying. The devotions are a way that we organize our time. And we organize our affections in order to get to heaven. And so the devotions excite charity. That's the whole purpose of devotions. So for example, you have the devotions to the Sacred Heart, the prayers to the Sacred Heart, the First Friday devotions, or the First Saturday devotions, or the devotion to the Rosary, or the devotions to the Stations of the Cross. These are the traditional Catholic devotions, or, you know, prayers of the act of faith or the act of hope or the act of charity you know you have prayers devotions to the blessed sacrament prayers before communion and prayers after communion You have amazing devotions such as uh, pilgrimages. You know, this is to excite devotions to the Blessed Virgin Mary. You have the Camino. You have, you know, devotions to the Saint of, you know, St. James, or you have devotions to Our Lady with the pilgrimage of Chartres. And you have the devotions of going to the Holy Land, of going to places where our Lord suffered and died. And so here you have all of these powerful practices practices and actions and prayers which are trying to organize our spiritual life so that we can get higher to heaven. So we have devotions to the Holy Spirit. When we get near to Pentecost, uh, we have the first Novena, which is a nine-day prayer, what is that doing? It's organizing our time. It's organizing the way that we pray so that we can get closer to the Holy Spirit, so we can get higher to heaven, right? We can organize our life by getting rid of sin. We have to sacrifice time in order to give it to God, to give it to the Holy Ghost. And then we are able to give that time to God so that we can practice all of the gifts you know, of um, that we need to do in our lives. And so with regards to devotions, we have the novena, which is so powerful. Novenas of humility, novenas of surrender. And each day you're meditating upon some aspect of humility or some aspect of surrender. Or a St. Jude novena or something like this, where we have some kind of impossible case and where we're surrendering everything to God through St. Jude. And so all of these devotions are so important because they really organize our life and it's very kind of sad that we have this notion of you know, it's possible to multiply devotions so that we just have so many of them that we just don't know what to do, you know? We have so many different prayers and prayer booklets and that's, a it can be, you know, a certain extreme in that way, you know? So you have these um, devotions that's kind of like overloaded. So you can have like some people who have like, you know, I have my two hours of devotion. I have to go through all my prayers in this specific way and it's good, I mean, that's good, but you can have the tendency of getting slavishly attached to them so it's very important like sometimes you have this devotion sometimes it's okay not to do it right um we want to be faithful to the essential devotions that god has you know given to us that have really helped us but sometimes you know we're going to switch to a different devotion that's okay so here st john of the cross he really advises against what's called spiritual gluttony (laughs) So this is a very important thing. Sometimes we gorge ourselves to make sure that we feel safe spiritually or even safe, like, you know, so that we won't, you know, we can be protected monetarily. So we gorge ourselves on, you know, spiritual things in a certain way so that we have like all these holy cards here or all these, you know, devotions that we have to say in this specific order or we feel like, you know, we're just like a failure if we, you know, completely miss this devotion when we just couldn't have time for it during the day, you know, That's one extreme. The other extreme is like, oh, you know, oh, devotions, you know, that was a thing of the Past, and you know, I don't need devotions at all because I just kind of make my own prayers up and I talk to God directly. You know, this is very prideful because the devotions, when they are constructed and tried and true after how many hundreds of years, you know, the devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the devotion to the sorrowful Heart of Mary, you know, the devotions of the stations of the cross know, was doing these devotions, you know, when we see all of these devotions, which are so beautifully constructed by the saints, we have to be humble to them and see that I could never pray better than those. And so here, you know, we have to avoid that approach too, you know. So here, you know, we just choose, you know, a couple essential devotions that, you know, fit our uh, love of God, uh, that, you know, are resonating with our personality, with our temperament. And, you know, I like this kind of devotion that's beautiful. I love this. I love the Stations of the Cross. I love, you know, everybody should have devotion to the Rosary, right? (laughs) Obviously, right? And so regardless of who you are, you know, that's the devotion that those are essential. But some of them were freer in choosing what they are. You know, some people will have a devotion to, you know, St. Jude. Some people will have a devotion to this or that saint, right? Those things were freer to choose. But then, of course, the essential devotions, you know, Eucharistic devotion, you know, Marian devotion, um, you know, a devotion of the rosary, the rosary to St. Joseph, we've got to have those, you know, those are essential. And so here, we really have to see, you know, there's a whole beautiful world out there of, you know, just beautiful, traditional Catholic devotions that we can learn so much from. We just have to be careful not to gorge ourselves with spiritual gluttony and then be, you know, careful that also we're not just so prideful or like, I don't need devotions anymore. And that can happen in a spiritual life where, you know, we went through a period of devotions and we're just, like kind of past that and then we're like oh I don't need it anymore you know I don't need the station of the cross or I really don't need the rosary I just talk to God you know Um, that is very dangerous right we need to always keep those essential devotions and this is how we stay tried and true. And so here, the beautiful world of devotions is something, again, that we always can return to, that we can learn about. And again, something that we need to be very conversant about too, because sometimes, you know, it's going to be this devotion to a saint that really helps somebody. It's going to be devotion to the rosary that really saves somebody from impurity. It's going to be a devotion to the miraculous medal that really helps somebody change their life or convert. And so the devotions are super important uh, for people's conversion, people's triumph over sin you know God triumphing in them over sin etc and here the devotions are so powerful because they are truly a means of grace that happen in our life because again they order our spiritual life and they help us to get to heaven in a clear way, in the way that the saints have written and the saints have tried, you know. So St. Padre Pio had devotions, St. Therese had her devotions, you know, St. Therese loved the Stations of the Cross, you know, all of these amazing things. So we just follow the way of the saints with regards to devotions and we increase our charity. That's the whole purpose of devotions is, you know, if we love this saint, this saint, this saint, this saint, we just increase our charity. We love God more uh, through meditation on the life of this saint that has been given to us as our friend. So let's pray with great love uh, and have a great love for the devotions that God has uh, given to us and chosen for us. And let us just increase in charity. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit Filled Hearts Ministry with a one time or monthly gift. Spirit Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.